1: To another episode of Monique and Sydney's Open Relationship. Hey, Daddy. Hey, Mama. What's going on? You. I'm going on. All day. Why am I going on?
2: Just because you're here to go on with. Come on
1: now, talk to me. That's what's up. Okay, y'all, listen. So today, I'm really looking forward to this conversation because it is the, I wanna say, one of the hottest topics going on in the world right now. And that is what, my baby? Tell him. It is discussing—you <laughs> ain't nothing for that—discussing sexual misconduct. Is it a what, witch hunt
2: or, or whistleblowers? Blowers.
1: And we got to talk about that.
2: Let's talk about
1: because it. Because today I saw um, on social media, I saw a video from our brother Tavis Smiley mm-hmm. saying that he had been uh, suspended from PBS. Right. Based on, you know, I guess someone saying that he was inappropriate. Mm-hmm. And when he, he said, you know, I don't even know who my accusers or accusers are. They've just said, you know, someone has said or people have said. And when you look at that, now I know Tavis. And I you, you never know right, wrong, or indifferent. Right. But just the guy I know. Right. Beautiful human being. Right. And when he says out of all the years I've ever done this, I've never been inappropriate Mm -hmm. with anyone. Mm -hmm. And then you have people coming out that has worked with him Mm -hmm. and have said, never Mm -hmm. has this man been inappropriate. Mm -hmm. So you have to ask the question now, what's really going on? Is it whistleblowers? Is it witch hunts?
2: Because if I'm not mistaken, because I didn't get an opportunity to see it, you can confirm it, that he was saying that he had not, Faced or did not know who his accuser was. Right. Mm -hmm. It's one of those things where um, in the midst of trying to do the right thing, I think that sometimes the potential of folks being overzealous Mm -hmm. can uh, take apart amongst other things. But if you're not able to face your accuser Mm
0: -hmm.
2: and or know who did it and you're let go. Well, now that seems kind of like, you know, the witch hunt, you know, it's like the Salem witch hunt, if you will, where, you know, someone's just accusing you of being a witch. There's no proof. You've not had anything they just said and someone else might accuse you. And yeah, I believe. And now all of a sudden. So for a person whose demeanor and again, like you said, you don't know until you, you, you know, but when someone doesn't seem to fit that way of being, their mm-hmm. energy, mm-hmm. and then they're let go where the majority of people, for the most part, have at least been able to recount the instances that could have at least been misconstrued. Mm-hmm. He seems to sound like he's in a quandary because he can't picture that moment where somebody could be making an accusation in reference to where he had been inappropriate,
1: and you know, I've been hearing, um, I've been hearing a lot of when women are saying, just people, men and women are saying, if a woman says it, believe her; mm-hmm. if she says it, believe her. And this is coming from a person that was molested, that was raped. I don't know if that's necessarily fair like I don't know if that's fair to say automatically if a woman says it you just believe her without really having the conversation Mm -hmm. because even in Tavis's situation we don't know true not true but like you said it's really hard when they're saying we don't even have to let you know who's saying it we're just saying it's a problem and it's it's a problem we just got to let you go and you begin to affect people's livelihoods and their families. Now, if what people are saying is 100% true, then let the chips fall where they may. You got to deal with the consequences. However, we just can't automatically say it's true and you not hear anything. You just go on the word of, listen, they said it and we must just do it and that's it. Right. So I think that Right now, we have to have those real open and honest conversations to say, do we at least have the conversation? Do we at least say, wait a minute, y'all, can you tell us the situation? Can you tell us what happened? Because in some of the cases, these women are saying, this is what happened. This is the date. This is the moment. This is what I had on. You got to hear that all the way out.
2: And just from a standpoint of the old adage of, well, we say old adage, but it's something that we, we say, and that is, you will succumb to what you support. Mm. So if you are in a situation where you are part of a group that is taking someone down but you don't have enough information, what that can also lead to is individuals who you or someone may have a vendetta against to make an assertion about them and it's not substantiated. And as a person who would be, Imposing these charges and then responsible for letting that individual go, there's a level of uncomfortability that they should have, because if you're in a position, uh, you know, of, of of a higher up, if you will, that makes you in a, a, a target potentially mm-hmm. to have the same thing done to you. So there's a level of comfortability because again. We're at a stage with everything coming out to the degree where parameters are going to need to be set. There's going to be some protocols that need to be set. And one of of the protocols that need to be set because it is a difficult conversation is stop allowing the person who has been violated to be fearful. Put them in a position to feel comfortable saying what it is that they need to say because if you're going to make an accusation about a person— You need to say everything clear cut so that if you talk long enough and you're lying, Mm -hmm. there are going to be too many things that you're going to miss that can be substantiated or won't be corroborated with your story. So let that person lay it out. But they must come out against the person you cannot hide anymore. Mm -hmm. You must say because we know what it is to be in a situation where, you know, people can say that you are a certain way. And you don't know where it's coming from. You can't face your accuser. And even sometimes when people make accusations, let's say a Lee Daniels, uh, uh, you never have gotten a chance to speak directly to him. Right. You know, because had you got an opportunity or if you got the opportunity, the world would get a chance to see the story change before their eyes. And for those who don't understand the, what is it? The... Bullying tactics that Hollywood uses to impose their will on actors. Mm. If you got a chance to have that discussion against someone who accused you of being difficult, then the world would be able to fully grasp that. How is a woman difficult for not promoting a movie for a Lionsgate? And Lionsgate had no contract with Monique. Monique's contract was with Lee Daniels for. To whom she promoted the movie for. Mm. It's as if you're trying to sell a person's contract off to someone else without <laughs> making a deal. They
1: passed <laughs> me up like I was a bill. The,
2: the, okay, now you a law, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I'm just a bill.
1: I'm only a. Okay, baby, it hit me in my spirit. <laughs> there it is. Shit. That Y'all, is. we're talking about it. We are discussing sexual misconduct. Is it a witch hunt or is it whistleblowers? And I think it may be a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. I think it may be a little bit of both. And let me just say this, too. And I want to talk to the women. And and just everybody, but to the women. We have to be careful on what's good on Monday may not be good on Tuesday.
2: Well, 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 well. We
1: got to be careful that if on Monday I let you touch my titties. Oh. Now on Tuesday... When you touch my titties,
2: it's a problem. Oh, wait a minute.
1: Now, on Wednesday. Wednesday. When nobody's looking. Come on. I touch your dick. Now. Okay. Now, on Thursday, because there's mixed messages. And the messages are mixed. And the messages are mixed. And the moment a woman says, you've been inappropriate. Okay. Well, did the inappropriate things just start? Have we been inappropriate with one another? Did somebody see the inappropriate shit happening, and now I don't want my character in question? So now I'm gonna say you've been assaulted me or you've offended me. So when we start talking about this sexual misconduct, we really have to dig into those conversations and not just be so willing to take the word.
2: Uh, and not so. And, and when someone is making an accusation against someone else and they know that they are right. They don't want you to take their word. They want you invest- to investigate it because to take their word is not the same as once the epiphany of what they're saying is true and you've done your own research to find that out. Mm-hmm. So they, they they don't want you to do that. And while we're here, share your opinions with us. Feel free to call on that 404-832-2963. The reason why you were saying what you were just saying, yes. though, um, you've had a an experience with um, women yes. or a woman who cried about sexual misconduct that was inaccurate. Why don't you tell the folks about it?
1: You know, I was um, doing a television show. <laughs> That's funny, right? Doing a television show. And... On this television show, there were two people, a man and a woman, whom both were married, not to one another. They had other spouses, okay? Now, I used to see them touch and play with one another. I felt like everybody's adults. That ain't my business. Y'all handling y'all business. Y'all do what y'all want to do. And this went on for some time while we were filming. So one day, the woman's husband came to the set, and the woman was in the back with the guy. Well, they were doing what they did. Well, somebody walked in on it, and they said, Oh, my God, I see this guy being inappropriate with this woman. Instead of the woman saying, no, nah, baby, that's not what you're really saying, what you're saying is two grown people playing with one another.
2: Inappropriately. Inappropriately. W- for work, okay? but, but we cool with it.
1: She jumped on the side who walked in on it and said, oh, my God, you've assaulted me. I've been touched inappropriately because her husband was there. Now, the husband gets upset and makes this, rightfully so, makes a scene. Now, I know both of them, the husband and the wife. Now, the man that's being accused been in the business a long time, and a sweet guy, okay? Really good brother. So when I'm watching this elevate, and now I'm watching this go to all the top levels, and this guy's getting ready to lose his job for sexual harassment, and he was inappropriate, I had to call that woman's husband. And I had to say, I need you to get your wife on the phone. Come on. Because what I can't do is stand by and watch this man lose his livelihood over something that your wife just can't be honest with you about. I saw them touching and feeling. I saw them bumping and grinding. Touch it. I saw them. I don't see nothing wrong. Come on now. Get oh, it. With, with a little, little bump and, and grind. grind. I saw all of that shit happen. So what I had to do was <laughs> say to her husband and to her, I need y'all to call them tomorrow morning and shut this shit down because what I cannot do is sit back. Even though I've been knowing them far longer, far longer, years, it's like, y'all, we know this is not right, and I cannot allow this to happen to that man. So in that situation, I was there, and I saw it. And I saw how that woman was going to let that man lose his livelihood because she just couldn't own up to I was playing a touchy-feely game, too.
2: I was playing a touchy-feely, too. And what happens is somebody will say, but, Mo, how could you do that? If you know them over here longer than you know them, even though what she was doing was wrong, how could you say to them, I'm going to speak up? and let them know what I had seen. And the reason is because right has been around longer than all of us Mm. and all of them. So what happens is it ain't never an easy conversation to have, but what you did is what you did. And when you become an adult, you need to be able to say why you did what it was that you did. Because as we tell our children, when you get to be an adult, It looks strange when someone asks you, why did you do what you did? And you say, I don't know. That shit might work when you are five. I don't know. Be 35 on a job and they say, "Uh, Crystal, why did you put the uh, paperwork in the shredder and uh, it was supposed to be saved? They... I'm not gonna accept <laughs> a shoulder shrug and I don't know. So you gotta have answers. You know uh, what I'm saying? I'm laughing because
1: sometimes I be trying to pull that shit at home. I don't know why I did it.
2: Right. You gotta know why <laughs> this man has grabbed you in the vagina and the answer is because I grabbed him in on his penis. Oh. That's that would that that's what but I let you say it. Every once in a while, I say it dirty. But Daddy, I ain't dirty. But I like it. Oh yeah. Okay. So it's like at the end of the day, we sometimes put women in a position where they've got to be on this pedestal. Where listen, if you want to touch this man's ass at work and he's okay with it, okay, just don't let the boss see you. (laughs) Okay. Don't let them see you do it. If that's what y'all feel. But if somebody see you do it, don't act like that ain't what you do. And now he got to go directly to jail. He can't pass go. He don't get his $200. Come on. Don't do it.
1: See, and I think, too, that this is a conversation that has to be had and had out loud because are there people that fuck their way to get to the top of their positions, whatever it might be? <laughs> to the top, to, whatever it might be. May it be shit. You working fast food to you running a Fortune five hundred. Are there people that said, if I suck your dick, can I become one of the partners of the company? Has that happened? Yes, it has. Has there been men and women? Where We didn't have no conversation, but subliminally we both knew if I come to your hotel room at 2 o'clock this morning and we know there's a part up and it's real hot and everybody want it, but I show up at 2 o'clock, you know I got the part. Those are conversations that are not had, but we know that that's what goes down. So even with all that's going on right now, with all the exposure, and again, I must put this on there, coming from a woman that has been raped and molested, that is I. And when I had to speak it out loud, I had to speak it out loud. So I understand the women that are saying, listen, this is what happened to me. But I want us to understand there are some of us out there that we knew the fucking was going to take place. We knew that the dick was going to be put in our mouth. We knew it. And then we walked away and the deal was done. Now, years later, we're saying, oh, shit, my character might be in question. Because people might look at me and say, did you fuck your way to that position? I want to meet the woman or the man that says, yes, I did. And have no shame about it. Right. But I'll say, let's play fair. Right. Let's just be fair. For the women and or the men that were raped, sexually assaulted, you said no. You did everything in your power to stop that. Whoever did that to you, take them to the mat. Take them to the mat. But for the ones, we went out, we had dinner. We had a couple drinks. And then you said, come on back to my room and give me a massage. I'm a grown ass woman, daddy.
2: And when you are a person of color, that is impactful in a different kind of way, because we know what it is to not read the deal all the way through. But because we didn't read the deal all the way through, that's why your mama said read the fine print. If you don't read the deal all the way through and the deal didn't go the way you wanted it to to go, then, you know, as a person of color, you got to eat that. You got to eat that. Come on. So when you make a deal and when you are watching individuals who, by the way, a vast majority of these women happen to be Caucasian and happen to have climbed the uh, proverbial rung, if you will. If not, some of them knew what the deal was. And in retrospect, on a full stomach, they feel a little bit embarrassed about the way that they got it. And in all honesty, coming from a place of non-judgmentalness, what's the difference between the guy that busts his ass at a place for years and they do not compliment him? They do not reward them? They do not. And then all of a sudden, one day through all of the free shit that they have put out, Mm -hmm. one day they decide to throw them a bone and now you got a promotion. Well, you still gave of your ass. Mm. You just got nothing for it. This other individual said, well, what I'm going to do is give you some ass. Come on. okay? And I want to get something immediately for it. Some would say that's wrong. Some would say that's right. Some would say everything in between. But whatever you say, say the truth of what it is. And once Mm. you say the truth of what it is, now you've stepped into the world of adulthood and maturity.
1: Come on. Because
2: kids don't own and they say back to take it home, I don't know why I did what I did. As opposed to I know why I slept with him because I wanted to have a better way. And what I'm not going to do is turn him in. Wow, you and your son are looking great today. That's funny. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you say to yourself, listen, don't be embarrassed about what you did to get ahead, but don't lie about it either. Come
1: on. Come on. If
2: you're embarrassed, don't say nothing about it. Keep it moving. But don't take somebody down if y'all had an, arrange, an arrangement despite the fact that that arrangement could be construed as inappropriate by those that are on the outside.
1: Right. Be considered inappropriate by those on the outside. Mm-hmm. So what we're saying is just play it fair. Again, for the men and or women who have taken advantage and used and abused and raped and assaulted, you got to go to the mat with it. hmm But for the men and or women who simply we had adult agreements and adult understandings, let it be just that, adult agreements and adult understandings. And don't give a fuck about nobody's judgment. Mm -mm. It's what it is. Mm -mm. And it's what it was. So I think that when we don't have these conversations out loud, we can start crucifying whoever we want to. We can just go tomorrow and pick up a phone and say, you know what? This This one did it.
2: This one did it.
1: This one did it. And here's where it gets really hilarious. You have women and men giving these allegations against people. Mm -hmm. You have a president saying, "I grabs them in the pussy in it, and I sticks my tongue in their mouth." Yes, you can do that when you're a star. And he became president. So there's something that's just not connecting or making sense. There's something that's saying, wait a minute, y'all, are we playing with two different rules? Oh, I forgot. Yes, of course we are.
2: You're listening to
1: Open Relationship with Monique and Sidney Hicks.
2: The young kid who was interviewing him, he has no job. Mm. And, and Billy Bush. Mm. Now, he's a young kid. He has no job.
1: Mm.
2: All of these producers and so forth, they have no job. But... We live in a world where the president was heard saying that and we know had president Barack Obama been heard saying that before he went into office not only would he have not been elected president <laughs> they would have removed him to be in the democratic okay candidate altogether it would have removed all of that get him out of there out of there
1: and here's also, Daddy, where the racism, of course, comes in. And when people say, because I've been watching a lot now on the news, and it, how come we got to keep, it's always black and white. God damn it, because that's what this country is built off of. Like, why do we keep acting like that doesn't exist or what y'all talking about?
2: Because, as an example, not to cut you up, my love, with your girl Amarosa. They get, they're going to ask the black reporters about how to uh, Omarosa get fired Like she's not a person And just On a side note Because I'm I'm straying for a second Go ahead But go ahead. you ever notice When you watch The documentaries About things That have transpired With blacks That may have had A not so rough time uh, mm-hmm. it May have had a rough time You know The Bobby Brown store uh, Whitney Houston mm-hmm. All that we talking about that It's always white people Weighing in on black shit
1: Given the life story
2: But when white people Go through that shit You don't see a black person Weighing in on it
1: do you know why?
2: Tell them why. Because
1: we don't give a
0: fuck. <laughs> we don't give a fuck. We a don't fight. give a fuck. So it's like, why y'all give a fuck about us? <laughs> we don't give a
1: fuck. We be like, I oh, don't know. It was that bullshit, yo. Tell me about some other shit. <laughs> right. Because we don't give a fuck. But the, when you see comments like, you know, um, when Gabrielle Union spoke out, it didn't get the same reaction as if a white woman speaks out. Well, here comes the racism in Hollywood, y'all. And in, and in this country. When a black woman says we're being paid unfairly, mm-hmm. when a black woman says it's not justice, it's not equality, it's not fair, you have other black women like Kim Whitley and Cheryl Underwood and the, uh, our Asian sister on the, the talk mm-hmm. saying, Why don't Monique just be quiet? Shh. What if she's wrong? Oh, stop it. Oh, no. But when you have our white sisters— But but say
2: it again. What if she's what?
1: Wrong. Let's assume she's wrong. Let's assume she's wrong. And now you have these other women of color saying, Monique, sit down and be humble. (laughs) Sit down. Be humble, bitch. Okay. Sit down. Now, when you have our white sisters that stand up and say, we want to be paid like our men are being paid— and then the camera goes to our other sisters in the audience, and I believe it was Jennifer Lopez and I want to say Meryl Streep, and they stand up and they give a standing ovation. And we stand up and we applaud that as well, but we don't stand up enough for us because when you have people that look like me, that do what I do, and they're saying, just sit down, just be quiet. That's why Hollywood has been able to get away with what Hollywood has done for so long. That's why you can sexually harass somebody for three decades and nothing's done about it. Because you have women just like that that says, sit down, be humble. Be humble. So as long as we're doing that, well as long as this will exist, as long as this will exist. So there's so many battles going on right now in this place called Hollywood. There's so it's sexism, it's racism, it's uh the the money gap, the pay the Y'all, that's so ridiculous. And there's
2: nobody there to police it. Come on. There's nobody there taking a look and saying, you know, again, what, what I've said before, I like the fact that what people are doing or women are doing is employing upon the men to be involved and speak up in reference to it. But as I've said before, as it pertains to that, because I've, originally heard women who were white calling on the men to come out in reference to it because there's a level of uh, vocalness that I haven't heard out of the majority of African-American women for whatever reason. Um, And it's almost because of the need for them to call on men to help them out We have to, as people of color or black women, should look and say to their white counterparts who are women, well, could you help us too? The same way in which you want the men to speak up for you, could you, as women who happen to be white, who are getting more than we're getting, despite the fact that you understand that you're not getting what you're supposed to get, so what are we getting? Come on. So we've got to work together and have that real conversation.
1: And then that's when things, I believe, really start turning. And there's a feeling of there's a turn starting to happen. Mm-hmm. Because people are tired of being stepped on. People are tired of being kicked down. People are tired of being fucked over, fucked around, used. And then you look at them and say, well, you know, that's the game. And, and I want to address something else because someone just asked me what about Tiffany Haddish with the uh, Golden Globes. Mm-hmm. Let me just say this. Tiffany Haddish, hands down, is one of the funniest sisters, funniest comedians that I've seen in the game. And she's putting it down. And when they say, well, how do you feel about her not being nominated for the Golden Globes Award? Listen, don't no check come with the Golden Globe Award. Get it. Don't you can't go to goddamn Kroger. I've tried it with my statue, with my groceries.
2: When did you try to? I do
1: didn't, that? Daddy. But okay. it sound good. But it okay. sound good. Okay, okay. You, you can't try to swipe put that it? shit on the table and say, "Oh, listen, can you get my groceries with this?" So what I would say to my sweet sister Tiffany, baby, keep being funny and don't get. And I know she not, but for us, don't get caught up in no
2: award. That's that's the key. Don't get caught up in the award. What you should be asking for for that sister is, are y'all gonna give her her money? y'all going to give her money? Because all you got to do is go to your grandmama home. Go to your grandmama home. Mm. And what you're going to do is look up on the mantle at that old-ass bowling trophy. Do it. That they got. Mm. And you wondering why a piece of it is chip, why it's broke. The hand the, with the ball in it, it don't exist no more. Mm-hmm. So you don't know what kind of trophy it is. You don't know. You don't know what kind of night it was. It was just a trophy. At the end of the day, the respect and the finances that that trophy is supposed to garner you is gonna what is going to dictate if you have the opportunity to create generational wealth for mm. your family, and that's how we should be thinking about it—not the the trophies and so forth and so on. Because you know what history has proven is Da Vinci's paintings were not near weren't worth near as much when he was alive as they were when he's dead. Come on. And oftentimes the person who is the artist doesn't reap the benefits of their work in the way that the person who sells the artist's work does. And we got to pay attention to that.
1: You know, someone just said, uh, speaking about our baby Tiffany, it's not so much about the award, it's the acknowledgement. Can I tell you in my humble opinion where the acknowledgement comes in? When you got folks walking up to you saying you did that shit, it was funny. When you see the numbers at the box office, when you say, you know what, I feel good about my performance, that's where the acknowledgement comes in. We get caught up oftentimes needing validation from others.
2: The acknowledgement comes in after you've done your work Mm. and you looked at what you got for doing your work. Come on. That's where they acknowledge because it comes a point where obviously you want to feel good about the work that you're doing. And that's going to come out in the way in which you executed that work. But you also want to be compensated correctly for it. And uh, the business world that we live in, because it manipulates the media, it manipulates business news as we should get it. It creates false narratives as it pertains to how business strategies should be executed, which oftentimes lean in favor of the person who is the business owner, who oftentimes is not the creator or the generator of the real money. Because in Hollywood, if you have nobody to execute the art, well, guess what? You just have money and equipment. Mm. So how can you have somebody's brand name that made a lot, but they leave poor and you leave rich because you came up with the money? Because that's what Hollywood says, but not until enough people start having a conversation loudly enough to make some changes, will changes be made. And that's what we're in the midst of right now, changes being made.
1: We're talking about it, y'all, sexual misconduct. We are discussing it. Is it a witch hunt or are they whistleblowers? And I think that it also covers so many—violation covers a lot of grounds. Mm -hmm. Sexual harassment, bullying— racism, because a violation is a violation Mm -hmm. and it covers a lot of grounds. And in this place, Hollywood, folks have been so afraid to say anything, especially people of color, because we just got a chance. We just got a chance. So if we just got a chance, don't fuck it up. Don't say nothing that's going to mess it up. Don't say nothing that's going to make them mad. I had people calling me during that award season, during that award season, saying, Girl, show them that you appreciate them. Who the fuck am I showing that to? Who? Who, who am I showing? Show them that you're happy, but don't show them that you're too happy. Who the fuck is they? Who? Who are y'all talking about? Who? And these were black people that caught me up. It's almost a subliminal message. Look, the white people like you now, so don't you fuck it up. And that was disheartening mm-hmm. because you're saying, but you are multimillionaire. You megastar. And this is the conversation you're having with me? So, again, we've got to investigate y'all all all the way through and not just be willing to be fed the story right off the bat. Investigate it all the way through. Even when I had to come out and say, this is what happened to me. Not I had to, but I had had to. to. I had to come out and say, this is what happened with me with my brother. I had to. Had my brother said, listen. What my sister is saying is true, and let me tell you why it is true. What he did was play the money game, and unfortunately, Oprah got caught up in the money game, and they tried to play a hustle. But when you have people that says, like when you have CK that's saying, listen, I did that, and I owe them women an apology, and whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. I respect that. And do you hold him prisoner for the rest of his life, well, life's going to do what it's going to do to him. But I respect what that man said. And when you look at the climate right now, and we talk about somebody saying, I fucked up, and I'm sorry, and what do I need to do to make it right? And then you still have people saying, burn his ass. He ain't shit for the rest of his life. So what happened to that thing called forgiveness? What happened to, you know what, we're humans, and we are capable of fucking up. And if you're listening and you ain't never fucked up, then you're listening to the wrong show. That's all I can tell you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But when you have people that says, I did mess up, and if it were you, would you want people to have mercy?
2: And everything is a case-by-case situation, which is why you have to hear each case out if you are in a position to decide on it. Which leads us back to Brother Tavis, where uh, if what he's saying is accurate and he doesn't know who accused them, what the event or situation is that they're speaking in reference to. Well, I mean, hopefully it will be dealt with accordingly, but we don't want to get in a habit of just having these mass accusations in reference to individuals, and it doesn't have to be substantiated. All it has to be is said because it's the reverse of what was being done before. Now the people who are being accused – uh, the accusers can become bullies through their accusations mm. in the manner in which the people who uh, illustrated misconduct, you know, in the way in which they handled themselves were, you know, the Bill O'Reilly. It's it's no different. You Oftentimes, like when Republicans or de- Democrats in the office and they've been messing up, then it, now it's the prime time to switch to the other and switch to the other, not realizing that no matter how you look at it, all you're going to get is people that have a certain label that's on them. But at some point you're going to have to work through the problems, not just keep switching sides. And you can't speak in reference to how unfairly you've been treated as a person of color. And then if you get in a position of power, then begin to treat people poorly because of all the poor treatment that you've gotten Mm -hmm. because now you're doing the same thing and it doesn't justify it so when we start coming from a place of being fair yes and simply put when you start treating people in the way in which you don't mind being treated we working towards something but until Mm -hmm. that time that's that's the main issue people want to be well-off and they find it a problem when you want to be well-off and not on their watch.
1: Come on. We're talking about it y'all. 404-832-2963. We are discussing sexual misconduct, witch hunt or whistleblowers. And then you have to ask yourself, what is sexual misconduct? Mm-hmm. And are we get ready to step into the regular flirting between individuals, Mm -hmm. where now a man or a woman don't know what to say. Can a man now say to you, you look really nice in that dress. It is really holding you beautifully. Can I then go to Human Resources and say, this man right here has sexually assaulted me. When a woman comes to the job and she's showing cleavage, well, you're you're showing it. And a man says, wow, that dress is hugging you in the right ways. Have you been sexually assaulted? Or if a woman says to a man, okay, you I can see you've been working out real good. That body looking right. So it's almost like are we going to a place of now and we're even afraid to make eye contact?
0: Well, here's what's wild outside of the bit This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what?